0: Welcome to In Bed With Quee, a podcast on the front lines of sex and intimacy. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of In Bed With Quee. And this week we're going to focus on one of my favorite topics, and that is to look at sex as a practice. And um, the way I'm going to approach this is firstly I'm going to share with you a bit about why I look at it as a practice. And then how I did it when I was single, Uh, for anyone who's single out there, yes, you can have a sex practice. And then for how to have sex in a relationship as a practice, And I'll also share a bit about my journey of using sex as a practice after I'd experienced some trauma last year. So, yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be deep. I'm going to cover a lot. And I'm really excited. Um, So firstly, why do I treat sex as a practice and what does it mean for it to be a, a practice? Firstly, for me, and I treat a lot of things as a practice. So like for me, a practice means something that I'm committed to and something that i'm approaching from the perspective of i'm like a student or that i'm there to learn and um and really i get to understand myself in a deeper way from my commitment to this thing and so sex to me is really one of my elemental practices because i definitely see it as something i'm committed to and I also see it as something that I'm very much a student in and something that I'm practicing at. And I find looking at sex as a practice is really helpful for getting me to step away from the mindset of performance, where if, I, if I'm like, oh my God, I need to perform this way in sex, or if sex is good, it has to look like this, blah, blah, blah. Um, then that road is really not actually very fun Whereas when I'm looking at sex as a practice, it's like, oh, how could I learn? Ooh, I like that thing. Oh, I didn't like that thing. You know, really brings my, my learning mindset. And that actually makes for way more fun sex than when I'm in my performance mindset. Like, oh, this is what it needs to look like for it to be fun. And, um, and yeah, and I, I, I really believe sex is important to all of us, obviously. I wouldn't be working in this area if I didn't but I, I think it's a foundational nutrient that we all need and what in whatever form it best serves us and um, when I had sex it's like a deep part of our being is unexpressed and if we have a very fixed mindset when it comes to sex as in like oh I've learned all I, I need to know about sex and that's it it's like Taking that fixed mindset means really that we can't grow or deepen in our relationship to ourselves as sexual beings and we can't grow and deepen with our partners um, in terms of deepening with them in in a sexual way. And uh, one of the things I suppose by bringing consciousness and really consciousness like it's awareness and intention and like really and attention on something And I think by making sex a practice, being conscious about it, it kind of stops it coming out sideways. And like what I mean by that is for years before I practiced practicing meditation and before I joined a sex positive community and all that kind of stuff, um, you know, I I had a big sexual desire, but it wasn't really something I put attention on or acknowledged and what would happen. And this is, for years I used to be a really heavy drinker and then I stopped and it's a whole other story but for years I used to be a really heavy drinker and what would happen <laughs> so I would get really drunk like crazy drunk this is why I gave up drinking um and you know I would have one night stands so I had this hunger and most of the time I wasn't acknowledging it and then when I was losing control when I was getting drunk it was coming out And now one night stands are like a hot, fun practice, Um, but I was doing them in a way that was very unconscious. And by that, I mean, you know, I was drunk. And what would happen is I was getting myself into very dangerous situations. Like I was having unprotected sex. I was like, you know, following people home (laughs) who like were dodgy, you know, I got into all these kind of sort of scrapes I'm really lucky nothing um nothing really untoward ever happened to me uh but it, it really it was really harmful in that I would wake up the next day and I would feel a huge shame and fear and all these kind of things like I remember my sister said to me at the time she's like "Queen, some people wake up with the fear she's like but you wake up with the regret you know <laughs> i had done like i had put myself in really unsafe situations and um you know and i was really fearful of it once i'd sobered up and so one of the things that when i like when i did sober fully and then i started doing loads of work around sexuality I, i i had to acknowledge just how much hunger i had for sex and how much desire i had to explore and to like have sex with new people and different scenarios and erotic experiences and um by bringing bringing that into the light and you know being aware of it it's been a lot more fun and like way less uncomfortable than getting drunk and waking up and realizing oh god I've slept with some dude who you know I didn't use protection and all these kind of things So it's been a way more fun experience. And so, yeah, so one of the things I would say is if you're someone who wants to have a sex practice, this is amazing. I'm really excited for you. And then like just some fundamentals uh, around sex practices is actually I've already mentioned it a few times, but it's around using protection. And, um, you know, I, I have been someone who's been really bad at that for a few reasons. A, when I used to be really drunk. But B, it was also because um, I really felt really embarrassed and uncomfortable in holding a boundary like that, you know, in terms of being, uh, excuse me, in terms of being comfortable to say, oh, let's use a condom. Like sometimes, like a lot of the time I did, but sometimes I didn't, or I wouldn't feel comfortable. Uh, especially if someone was pushing or not pushing, but I could feel their desire not to use one, and um, and in those times I was like more reticent. And then um, and then I suppose another thing with condoms is that there is a part of me that prefers not to have them. You know, sensation-wise, sex feels better without condoms in my experience. Like everyone's different, but that's how I've experienced it. And uh, one of the things about being a sex practitioner. Is you really need to look at all those places where um, well I'll say for my I really had to look at all those places where I hold back from doing that and where I was unconscious and um, not to beat myself up you know because it's very easy a lot of people particularly get very righteous around uh, protection like oh if you don't use it you're a bad person you're irresponsible blah 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 and it's not that it's not true that it's like as in it is responsible to use protection you should use protection um and it's also not going to help the part of you that doesn't by shaming it at least my experience if I ever want to like change behavior on my side the only way I've really learned how to do that is to love it and go oh okay you're uncomfortable asking for what you want how can we get you to be comfortable oh okay you prefer sex but I can't that's cool and how can we get you to use them when you don't know the person blah 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 and that approach with myself is like has been a really powerful part of uh of owning my power in sexual practices um and yeah, and so if you're someone who struggles with that part, and maybe not, maybe you're listening to me going, this woman's insane. <laughs> That's cool. Um, you know, but maybe if you are someone who does struggle with that part of the practice uh, to to really um, bring a lot of self-love to yourself. And then, you know, if you're living in the UK, in London, we could get free STI checks sent out to the post. And uh, I think that's a pretty common thing. You can get them ordered now around around, around in Ireland and the UK. I'm not sure of different parts of the world, but just look up your local STI clinic and also um, just get that done regularly. And if you're having regular sex, even with barriers, with condoms, when you're having other lovers, it's a really good idea to have regular checkups every three months. And, And just establish that as part of your practice and sharing your status with lovers in advance. And like that was one of the things I really liked about joining sex positive community was that was a very open conversation you would have, like, oh, I got tested last month, blah, 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 blah. And then when I when I started having sex outside the community, that was something that I brought with me as well. So if you're someone who is looking to expand your sex and have more of a practice, just really if you're someone who struggles with those conversations, just really start to practice it and start being comfortable with asking people around their STI status and about getting checked yourself. And, um, and yeah, that's like a very key foundational part because really you're looking after yourself, your own integrity, and you're looking after the, the other people that you have sex with. So yeah, okay. That is sex as a practice. <laughs> Using condoms. Well, I always talk about the things that trigger me. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. So say, say you're single and you want to have sex practice. There are a few ways you can go about this. Now, I was really fortunate in that I joined a sex positive community, the orgasmic meditation community. And in that, it was a very open space in which to explore erotic desires. Most people I encountered had... Uh, been to like sex parties or threesomes or had regular lovers or were in open relationships and so exploring my sex like they say you're the average of the five people you hang out with and then the average five people I hung out with were therefore way more sexually liberated than they had been previously so it's a lot more easy for me to um to to expand my erotic repertoire with that company but if if you're someone and you want to find a community like there are loads of different things out there there's like tantra communities there's BDSM communities there's like kink stuff there's open relating there's like all these different types of communities out there and um you just have to if if you feel called to finding one it's definitely out there Um, and like, there's different, there's different ways to approach it. Uh, so I I found finding a sex positive community really helpful for my exploration. And then when I was in the community, it was actually a very well-established known thing just to ask someone to have sex if you wanted to have sex with them. And that's what I did, you know, (laughs) I joined the community and it's like, okay, it's like, I was genuinely like, Kid in a candy shop, and um, you know, and just got into the habit of if I felt desire for someone and I wanted to have a sex with them, I would reach out to them and ask them. And uh, it was wonderful because the community or of meditation that I was in was very predicated on consent and straightforward communication. So if someone was a yes, they'd say yes, you know, and you'd arrange it. And if they were no, they were no, and it was all very straightforward and clear and easy. And what I found with that was that I got a lot of freedom in, in being able to explore my sex in that way and just really have fun. And, um, and in it, it was like, what would I say? I, I got clear on what kind of sex I, I like to have. I got a lot better at asking for what I wanted. And um, in, those, in those interactions, I was really able to say, um and like this is something I learned I teach my clients like I was able to say oh I'm full and by by saying when I'm full what I was really saying was like say you know having sex with someone or uh someone's sucking my pussy or I'm sucking their cock or like we're touching and um I'm sure everyone's felt this at different points but I'd be having a make out and I realized oh my god I'm done I don't actually want anymore. And then I would just say that to the to the people, and I'd be like, "Oh, I'm full," and everyone in that community was really well versed in going, "Okay, great," and we would just stop. And so I found so much, I found so much power and confidence in myself as a lover uh, in that in that space because just honest, open communication around sex was was the norm. And then when I was like, say, after sex, uh, I, I, I wasn't interested in romance, uh, like, you know, a few minutes for a cuddle and that was really it. And then, and, you know, I would be upfront with people, uh, in terms of like, after we make out, you know, I just want us to make out and nothing else. And, um, you know, I, I was clear that I, I didn't need, like a whole a whole lot of romance or aftercare it was just for me I just really wanted the sex and like that changes and like I've had different periods but when I was in that practice phase that that was very much what I wanted And very much what I got and uh, it was really fun and then I hit a point where <laughs> I had sex with basically all the people I wanted to have sex with in that community and I was like okay so <laughs> Uh, I was like, I need to find some more people. You know, I just become single. And, um, and what I did was, I went on Tinder and Bumble, but actually, it was mostly Tinder. And what I did was, I had a very specific profile and my profile was very much I'm looking for partners for conscious sex I have experience in these practices be great if you did too uh message me if you're interested so I was very upfront about this is what I want and it was wonderful because I connected with people who are really similar vibe and really open-minded and I had a lot of fun you know and um and for the most part, the whole experience was really empowering, really hot, and really amazing. Um, there are some pitfalls though that I, I think are, are really good to mention. And um, so one of the things that I, I would sometimes do uh, it's very much in my nature. It's like, okay, I'm doing this as a practice. Okay, so I want to have sex twice a week, and I want to do a BDSM scene once a week, and I want to, oh, practice meditation every day. And, um, and this part of me that's very disciplined and rule driven uh, would sometimes like take charge of my sex, and i be like, okay, so I have this scheduled in the diary, and I need to do this. And you know, that's actually not what works for sex. Like it's fun to have things scheduled totally. And I, I, I schedule sex with my partner and I really enjoy that. But it's it's like um when it's too driven. By that side of things, it's actually what I found was I was just very much in performance mode, in that I was like, oh, okay, I better stick to my schedule and have all the sex. And you know, sometimes I was just really tired. I'd been really busy at work and all these kind of things, but I was like, oh, I better stick to my schedule. So if you're someone who's like me in that sense, um, you know, I, I would. You know caution you not to do it because you know having sex where um you just kind of for me like trying to be a good sex practitioner uh it's just you know my body didn't really enjoy that and it's not really a fun way to play so I I would definitely caution against that and um one of the other things i did which was actually you know looking back i'm like oh quailan um and that's when i got into bdsm experiences with people who i hadn't met before and i actually didn't agree a container up front and a container is basically a set of rules of what's in like what's in like what you want to experience what you don't want to experience and uh, i had really like if you'd have said to me during those experiences Uh, how did you enjoy them they were super hot they were erotic like these really hot guys with all these really fun things but afterwards um when I checked in with my body like months later and I was I was just talking to my pussy like I did like I was telling you in last week's um podcast uh there is I my pussy was telling me there's moments where I didn't like what, what I did, even though it was like physically enjoyable, like it was really hot, there was a part where my body didn't feel safe consenting to like BDSM experiences without a container. And like that isn't on like the partners because I was like a full yes, but it, it was like um, um for me and myself, I'd realized, ooh, you know, there, there are parts where I could take my practice too far and I actually was like too ambitious and so yeah I suppose like the two things two pitfalls that I've landed in has always been where I'm trying to kind of turn it into a performance like that performance mode is so big for me and um when I can kind of stretch beyond actually what my body wants my brain might have ideas and for my actual body for what it needs to feel safe and what it wants uh sometimes different so yeah so go slowly <laughs> like you know you don't have to rush uh is what I would say um so yeah so there are some things I would say is sex as a practice when you're single and it's more fun to do it with friends and stay in connection and like share with your friends and you know share like if you're going out with lovers like I would always share like the addresses and stuff with a friend so they would always know and It's just fun to brag and then get turned on by your friends sharing the hot things they do that always brings a lot of joy I got a lot of inspiration from friends so so yeah so that's what that's how I approached like sex as a practice and I was single and there are some of the pitfalls and then um and some of the joys There's a lot of, um. so when it actually comes to sex in a relationship, it's actually similar, but a different vibe because it's just one person. And what I found, especially at the start, that was just really helpful for me with Matt was actually to really like schedule things. And again, I love to schedule, but to be like really honest about what I wanna practice. So like we'd or, we'd schedule in like a pussy massage, or like say some like cock sucking or like a cock massage. And then we would go deep into those as practices. So it's like, okay, we're gonna do this for an hour or we're gonna do this for half an hour. And what I loved about that was it just took a lot of pressure off and that we were just going to like focus on one person and we were just gonna go deep into exploring some part of someone's body or some part of a practice. And I really enjoy that because what I found is then when it comes to like make guys that are less structured, where we're just having sex or like touching, it means we've got deeper mastery when it comes to, when it comes to that level of touch. So say like, you know, Matt spent various times massaging my pussy. And so then when it came to us having sex, it was like really hot. It was like, wow, he's really good at massaging my pussy. Um, and same same with me for him and it's, it's just I, I actually I love structures so much because I think it can be so powerful and really helpful for going deep and um, it's also helpful for me in terms of having it as a practice like that scheduling those in it means if I feel freer I did I I feel really free nowadays but especially in the start I felt freer to give feedback and adjustments and ask for what I want and um and receive and then like I definitely my performance mode creeped in because sometimes I'm like go harder or do this because like I wanted to reach some outcome where like de-armor my pussy in a specific way and uh and then like it went backfire because my pussy was like why are you putting me under pressure (laughs) And Matt was like, oh, I could feel that, that was a bit funny. And so like that kind of communication and the experience of this as a partnership. So after that, Matt was like, oh, I'm gonna speak up when I feel like what you're asking for is even performance mode. And then it's easier and like deeper as a practice. And that really served us when last year I'd had, um, I'd had this experience with this pelvic floor woman and afterwards, like uh, I'd experienced it as really traumatic and my whole body shut down afterwards and then our approach to sex and our practices just really really served the healing of my pussy because then I I got in this practice and learned really how to ask for what I want and I just got better and better at it and in that time my system really relaxed and healed and now like it's totally fine and my pussy feels really great and um I found out, yeah, having structure, scheduling things in, really going deep into like one area of practice and um, an honest communication when that's happening is really helpful as a practice in a relationship and really adds like more mastery because a lot of the time we assume, oh, I'm gonna like have sex with this person for the rest of my life. And it means like they must come perfect or I must come perfect and not learn but like everyone like you know i'm not psychic about what matt needs and he's not psychic about what i need we have a good sense of it sometimes but other times we do need to have practice and really get that feedback and um and yeah and having that is just a really deepened mastery really helped me heal in the spot where it was really tricky and has really improved our communication and our connection and trust with each other in our sex but also wider in our relationship. And yeah, and and the payoff is like way just way more love and connection when we're together. So yeah. So wow, I feel like I've gotten very vulnerable in this one. I don't (laughs) Ah, like it's fun because I love to be really honest and share from a vulnerable place. And then when I do it, there's this power I'm like, wow, (laughs) Queelan. you're really sharing about your sex um so yeah i hope you find this helpful and do reach out to me if you have any questions or if you need any support in this area i would love to support you and yeah i'll talk to you soon hey if you're looking for easy tips to guide you on how to have more authentic connection hotter turn on sex and guidance on how to live a desire-led life Join my email list by downloading the Great Sex Guide on the link in the show notes. And I can't wait to see you there!